Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. All right, let's get to uh, to our next guest. And joining us is Joe Gilbert, Portfolio Manager at Integrity Asset Management. Joe, thank you for joining us. Uh, where are we at the moment? I mean, if we look at the S&P, it's, you know, its valuations are reasonable. They're not cheap by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, you know, how do we at the moment trade U.S. equities given the week that we just had as well? No, well, well, thanks for having me first, um, Lee. Uh, I think that right now we're at a pivotal point here because I think that, um, you know, the market reacted very strongly to the CPI number. And I think going into the number, the market was coiled just for any bit of good news. Um, and the market definitely was seeing with more with his heart instead of his head. So, so I think right now we're, we're really probably to the top end of a range um, as far as um, peak valuations. Um, earnings estimates are going to have to come down. And with that, there's going to probably be um, a different change in leadership in the market. Um, but but we do actually get, got a little glimmer of how the market will react once the Fed does decide that it, it is going to downshift um, materially from the interest rate increases. We may be getting close to that. I mean, we had uh, Fed Governor Chris Waller speaking earlier today in Sydney. He was saying, yeah, on one hand, the Fed does have a long way to go before it stops raising entirely. But 50 basis points uh, in terms of a rate hike may be on the table at December's meeting or, or the one after that. Joe, but I'm wondering, do we go back to test the June low of 3,600 in the S&P? Is there that much uh, risk for that kind of downside here in the equity market? You know, I, I'm always hesitant to say that, you know, the, the low is in. Um, I think to your, your, your first point that, that we're, there are more interest rate hikes are behind us than in front of us, and we're obviously getting closer to the end. I think actually the after next month um, rate hike, if it's 50 basis point, I, I would like for them to actually stop and hold there because um, I think I, you know we're actually getting to the point where they're where, where they're doing too much. Um, but but with that, all of that being said, we really have to be cognizant that the you know the Fed is really gung ho and trying to make sure that the markets understand that they are really concerned about interest rates um, and, and inflation. And so I think that as long as they keep jawboning the market, that will actually um, prevent the market from really breaking out of it. But I think that as far as revisiting June lows, I, I, I don't see that being in the cards. 
I mean, Joe, you know, it's still not talked about that much, but you're seeing some pressures in the bond market. And it's not just from, uh, you know, the liquidity uh, angle, because liquidity is being drained away by QT amongst a whole host of other factors. How is that affecting things beyond what's going on in fixed income? No, well, I mean, I think that as, as we came through the, you know, the first three quarters of the year, um, where you've had negative quarterly performance in fixed income and it went in equities. I mean, then you've had this bifurcation where commodity markets have been stronger, and, and that's because of uh, you know more of you know concern about Russia and Ukraine's war and, and how supply chains are going to be um, somewhat compromised. But I, but I think overall markets are generally traded very correlated, um, meaning that you know you usually don't have fixed income and equities trading so much in lockstep. So I think that that is probably suggesting that the market is overall is not healthy. Um, we're trying to get to this point of adjustment, which I think we've repriced a lot of risk and repriced a lot of um, Fed at this point. So I think that that's, that does give us a good setup for next year for certain. And we're really constructive about next year for, for asset classes. In the U.S.? I mean, I'm, I'm somewhat surprised because we were talking about the downside risk to earnings guidance going forward. I'm, I'm wondering, given everything we're talking about, a Fed pivot maybe or at least a softening on aggression, Perhaps that lays the foundation for a weaker dollar going forward. I'm wondering whether you want to be exposed in any way to EM right now, particularly in Asia, like the Chinese market. We know now that, that there seems to be a little bit of relaxation on some of the controls happening, not only for COVID, but for the property market as well. And so maybe there's some upside. Do you think that's the case? No, I, I, I definitely agree there. I think that they are... Asian markets are definitely a coiled spring similar to the U.S. markets. I think that just what we really have is it's kind of a first in, first out market. U.S. Um, equity, you know, U.S. assets underperformed a lot sooner um, at, at the beginning of the year because the Fed was more aggressive. So, I, you know, I see them rebounding sooner. But also, I think on the other side of that, you have a lot of um, upside that can be had in EM because once the Fed actually really gets to the point where it's done raising rates and the dollar reverses its course, um, you know, continually, I think then that actually gives a, a real strong tailwind to the, those assets. Do you, is it now time, actually, Joe, to be looking at some of those uh, industry groups which have been suffering the most, i.e. the ones which have been sold off? Uh, you know, I'm talking about the likes of tech and, and others here, perhaps even uh, consumer discretion. Is it time to be perhaps say, dipping your toe in there? Yeah, I mean that's that's what we're that's our playbook right now. We're we're being um, somewhat contrarian. Um, we we think that consumer discretionary um, names, which you know really underperformed with the rising interest rate environment, um, that's uh, you know the valuations there have gotten cheap enough. Uh, we think also there are some opportunities selectively within tech, probably more so on the software side where you have more recurring revenue. Not really certain about semis yet. We probably got another quarter there. Um, before those will actually, uh, you know, really find a floor. Uh, but then also you have the industrials, which are more short, some of the shorter cycle names, which have underperformed this year, which will most likely rebound a lot sooner than they actually the estimate revisions bottom. Joe, good stuff. Thank you so much for being with us. Joe Gilbert there. He is Portfolio Manager at Integrity Asset Management, joining from Ohio tonight. 
Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.